On this episode of the Shitcast, we got my two brothers here, Anthony Blando and Vince Blando. I don't know why I pointed to Vince, but I said Anthony's name. That was kind of weird. My first time doing two people, kind of got nervous, got a little bit weird there. <laughs> um, and we kind of all sound the same. So um, we're all going to say the intro to the show at the same time, okay? <laughs> On three. One, two, three. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Kicks and Giggles Podcast. They've been judging me on how I do the intro, so I'm trying to do it as boring as I can. It doesn't mean you have to be boring. You just don't have to be someone else while you do the intro. So (laughs) Anthony, (laughs) Anthony, the smartest brother, the cool, smart brother that's a writer, he he had this idea to write down a bunch of topics. We each wrote down like seven. And before we say why... Can I just say why really quick? Yeah. Because Anthony is, uh, he's, oh the, he's the sunbeam brother, really. Angelo yeah, Anthony, and I like, like Anthony get, lives in a fucking fantasy world. Which is, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And he doesn't live <laughs> in a fantasy world. Right All I'm saying is, we did a recording of this podcast earlier, and it got kind of dark. It I got kind of like weird. Listen. And Anthony, I don't like Anthony, to talk about Anthony sad, folded. traumatic shit. I actually didn't fold. I went through it the whole up. episode. Did. I did the whole thing, and I didn't say a peep. So Nobody's now I said, hear- let's do an episode that's a little more fun for the audience to listen to, right? Yeah. And here we are. The last episode. And I'm happy and I'm talk, excited. Yeah, talk listen, more listen, directly into the listen, mic. Listen, the last episode we were getting into things like uh, family, you know, traumas and how that affected our relationships and stuff like that. Not and that me and Ange like to kind of go there sometimes. I love and Anthony going likes there. to go there less, and that's okay. Awesome. Thanks for pointing that out on the show. So instead, we're going to play, you know, a game, which I think is going to get really weird because we all threw some weird questions into this cup. I tried to do specifically more dark shit. That's like, can't get not too bad. We can't get away from it, no matter what I do. (laughs) Here's the thing, guys. I, you guys know, I love scary stories. I love fucking. I love evil shit. I like (laughs) conspiracy theories, and I also shut up. I love still talking shit. (laughs) <laughs> and I also enjoy shining light on some of the more negative things in life. Um, when it comes to, you know, I talk about anything. When it's shootings, kidnappings, crazy shit like that. And then emotionally fucking charged subjects that people don't really like to talk about. Being really sad during times, feeling lonely. A lot of times that are like really real things that people just don't talk about. I like to do that. I like to, I, I like to acknowledge that those things are real and even though they're not like super positive or bright to bring into a conversation, I, I enjoy them being there because I, I take a lot of things from really real deep shit like that. Happiness is real too, you know. Yeah, but you I'm don't, just have, saying, to you don't live, have to say one's real. But one's you don't real. have to pretend that you live in utopia and there's a big fucking rainbow. We're not talking about this right now. So okay, let's so, play a fun game. So you're basically what I'm saying is <laughs> when, when we open up one of these questions and it's like, I'm starting. What's your favorite thing from McDonald's? You don't need the fucking like, overture. Need the overture. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love you. What's very your much. favorite color Give, marshmallow? Here we go. Give someone a shout out that pissed you off recently. Hmm. Oh, a shout out. Yeah. Give someone a shout Who's out that pissed me off. It's mine. Okay, already. Um, They're a little... It's right. still fun, though. You know? Yeah, no it is. talking about it is. drama, you know? So here you, we go. You could go, Vince. You start. I don't know. Somebody that pissed me off recently. Who are you thinking of? I'm, I'm trying to think of one. I know Ange probably has one. So uh, you, when you say a shout out, you mean like just kind of really call them out? Yeah. Right? You know what? Me? <laughs> no, I was going to say you. Um, oh, you pointed at me. I'm going to call... Okay. I'm going to say, here's this what happened last mm. night. Last night, I'm playing NHL with my buddies, okay? 
I recently, very recently, have been taking these, I've been microdosing edible marijuana, which I don't usually like marijuana. I'm usually not a marijuana guy. I still hate smoking it. Uh, I actually tried smoking it again somewhat recently. And although it was fun, I still had a lot of paranoia and like fucking cloudiness that I didn't like and I have regret after. So I've been doing edibles because they, they really relax my body and my back and my legs. And on top of that, they just put me in a giggle mode. Last night, I'm playing with my two, two, of my, two of my BFFs, Sana and Carter, We're playing NHL, and they just kept ripping me every fucking play that I would do. Mm. They were just shitting on me. And because I was like a little bit under the influence, I took more of a childish approach, and I stopped talking to them for the rest of the <laughs> night. I literally put my mic down, and I heard, and Carter was actually mad. He was like, okay, if you guys are going to, like, hit me up when you guys are going to stop being fucking bitches the whole night and, like, wow. not talk to me. And I was mad, and I held my ground, and I didn't talk to them. And then I woke up this morning, and I said, I hope you guys treat me with more respect from now on, because I'm not dealing with you guys ripping me in the fucking game. I love and, that. Yeah, so, you didn't let them know that you were going to be disrespected like yeah, that. Yeah, fuck. I, I didn't even tell them in the moment either. I didn't say, like, hey, you guys are being mean to me. I just stopped talking to them, and they can fucking figure it out on their own. I love it. I love that story. Yeah. Can you call yourself out? No. Or do you want to get there? Come on, pal. Uh, I don't think there's... I'm going to go okay, next. Yeah. I'm going to call out our friend Mike. Should we say their last names? <laughs> you can say his last name. Mike Salvatella, I'm calling you out on oh, this one. Wow. Because uh, I'm hanging out. I'm at my dad's place. That's where we are uh, for quarantine for a little while. And I'm spending a lot of time here because I have a lot of scripts to write for a big deadline. May 1st, there's four different screenwriting deadlines. It's like WB, ABC, all these things, script pipeline. And I'm working my ass off. After my day job, I work and then I write scripts. So anyway, uh, I send messages. We have a lot of group chats. And I'm trying to send messages out to my friends and stuff and stay connected and stay laughing and happy. And uh, my friend Mike, you know who you are, loves to play video games. He likes to play uh, (laughs) Rainbow Six and all that kind of stuff. So uh, when I send him like memes or if I send him anything, he just responds with, go home and get your PS4 and like, go get the PS4 and go get your PS4. And it's like, dude, just talk to me as I'm a human being. You could just he tell just, well, he, he wants to play. A I know, game and that's with you, nice. But everyone else responds like normally, and you could tell he's a one-track mind right now, and he just <laughs> wants to game. And you know what? I understand, but it's pissing me off a little bit. I got, I got. Love gaming as much as the next guy. Uh, I don't have well, any. What would you want him to say? You want him to be like. Like just to talk to you like a person. Like, like yeah. I send you a meme, you laugh. You don't say like, "Go get your PS4." Like I would send him a joke or send him like, oh. "Hey, there's a sale on whatever wrestling shirts." I get that because Mike doesn't like. We don't really, for whatever reason, send in the culture for, for us to like call Mike on the phone the way that it is to like call Alec. So yeah. that's when Mike. At least I think for well, me, I think when he out. says "Get on PS4," it's like, "Call me." Pretty much, it's, it's like we'll talk while we because we sit there and we play. We don't really play. I mean, I guess but we we'll do. Text. I'm saying it's not uh, yeah, normal sure. for me and Mike to text. Anyway, it's just funny. What's, who's yours? You don't have anyone that I'm mad at outside. Somebody I have people that, did that I'm mad at in here. Pissed you off a little bit. Do I have to know them personally? Uh, no, fine. If you don't have anybody, uh, can we just really get the, out, who do I? You can just take an L on this. I'm mad at myself. Why are they? I know. Shut up. Please, dude. We're trying to keep it fun. Let's keep it That's light. That's fine. You know, I'll pick. We'll skip yours. It's fine. <laughs> Vince has just uttered fucking joy for everyone in the world. Yeah, it doesn't have a single thing to say. Okay, this one. You can read it. Um, most embarrassing thing to happen on a date or hookup. Ooh, That's a man. good one. This is an Angela. Oh, one. God. I have too many of those. Most embarrassing thing. I want to yeah. say a few when it gets to me. 
Go first. Okay, well, I've got a couple. One was a, I went on a date with a girl. Uh, I'm going to say she knows who she is, Cecilia. She's not going to listen to the show. You talk more into the bunny. But uh, I went on a date with her, and on our first date, I did a Seinfeld impression. Uh, and Which is it, actually uh, it's a pretty she good. She loved it, but I remember just thinking, like, dude, what? Like, why would you do that on the first date? But I did that, and then another first date story it was really more of a hookup story. What did but, you uh, say? I don't remember. Can you give it? Can you give <laughs> us? Just give us like a little bit. I can give you. Hey, yeah, that's yeah, my. That's hey, that's my only. Uh, did you do it call. like like? I did. I was talking. Like, What's up with that? That but kind of shit. Did you say it like in the like? Did she say do a Seinfeld impression? Literally, that's not. the worst part of it. Is I don't remember why I oh. started doing it. So you were just like out to eat, and she just in the yeah. middle of it. Yeah, we we're like in a coffee, nice coffee house and stuff. But another one was uh, I was on a little hookup y kind of a thing with a. Tinder date kind of a thing. We're watching a movie and we got takeout Chinese food or whatever. Uh, actually, it was like sushi, so that's technically Japanese food. You understand this? Mm. And as I'm eating, the, um, as I'm eating, I don't really see because the lights are off. And I'm eating, and I take a big spoonful or something of uh, just wasabi. I did it with the chopsticks, actually. So now I have a mouthful of wasabi, and my eyes are fucking tearing, and I think I'm gonna die. And Why I had to like get that? up because I couldn't see what I was eating, and I was just an idiot. So I just grabbed a big fucking chunk of it, probably all of it, and I had to like run to the bathroom. I didn't actually run. I You're stood you up ate and slowly a ate the of glob. You know what they give you? Like, a, yeah, they the give you that big thing. Yeah. It was just right in there, like it was the sushi. How did you right? not notice? And then the crazier, I did notice immediately, but I didn't like make a big thing of it. I like stood up, and like obviously all of my orifices are fucking bleeding, and I had to go to the bathroom, fucking spit it out and I kind of take a second to compose myself because my all of my face is on fire that was a fun one uh, and then after that I, in the same hookup story a giant spider the largest one I've ever seen crawled into the room through a window while we were trying to have sex and uh, I had to get a shoe and, and kill it it was just terrifying it's the biggest spider I think I'll probably hopefully I pray ever see in my life he always says that about spiders, though. They're always the biggest. No, that one was the biggest. No, a spider I'll could be the size of a fucking, fucking penny. And yeah, he's and say it's, it's the size of Penny Weiss. Like it was the size he's of Penny Weiss. He's going to say it's the size of Penny Weiss. He's going to say it. So uh, what's yours, Vince? Embarrassing stories from a first date or a hookup was the question. Is that what the a question date. was? I didn't, well, I didn't say first. Doesn't have to be a first date. Um, yours was a first. For My first dates have gone pretty fucking smooth. I'm, I'm fucking, You're not really the type I'm, of guy to get pussy on a first date, though. You don't go for that, right? Uh, no. No. So they, it's kind of no room for error when you play it safe. On the first date. Yeah. I have some things that weren't really first dates where I, I was going for, I guess, shit like that. I remember being in a shed at somebody's house. We went to, we were hanging in their backyard, and uh, you, I, I'm not going to say who. You went into a shed? I'm not, well, not at first. It was So we were in her backyard, and... Uh, we were laying on the, the plan was to just hang out. The, well, yeah. But you're both attracted to each other. Yeah. So you go to the shed. So, well, not really. So we were laying in her so grass. You're fucking in her shed. We were laying her. We were laying in the grass, listening to music and talking. And it was like late. It was like a summer night, looking up at the sky, and uh, we started kind of getting smoochy, you know. And yeah. at one point, she had this shed in the back, and I had it in my mind like, oh, we could go into the shed. Uh, you said because that because things were getting. <laughs> you said that you thought it would be okay. I didn't say it out loud. I was trying day? to lead. Yeah, I was oh. trying to. I was trying to lead it to the shed. 
because we couldn't go so in the house. Would you like roll in the grass and be like, what? <laughs> we should live over so here. So we, then we were standing and we were kind of like walking to my car and I remember trying to kind of like, what if we go into this? No, no, no. This is so like murder. You pushed like, into a shed? No, 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 no. We were like hooking up. I'm not explaining it right. We were hooking up. <laughs> You're like, come on, into the shed. <laughs> I wish you could get a face zoom. Were you trying to just get It was like we could have done shit if we were inside, I guess was where my brain was going with that. But we couldn't have, like, we were not going to have sex outside, but, like, maybe if we go in, but we couldn't go in her house. Wait, so, why couldn't you go in her house? So, wait, what her, happens? I want to know the embarrassing So, what part. actually happened was we opened the shed door mutually, and we go in there, you and, like, I'm trying to I'm trying to get something started. Did I, was I clipping the audio? Um, a little bit. That's really bad. That's fine. Uh, I was trying to get something started, but then there were just a shitload of wheelbarrows, and it was really awkward, and then I just was like, okay, forget it. And like you couldn't home. get your so positioning. What, what did? You, what position do you do on a fucking wheelbarrow in a shed? You don't get the idea was not. I didn't know there were going to be wheelbarrows in there. Okay, I thought we were just opening the shed door and it was going to be like we kind of have a little private room. Would you fuck a girl in a shed? <laughs> I floor? guess the answer to that was yes. <laughs> I guess the answer. Don't you to worry that about yes. like all the all the dirty stuff in there? This is what it's the next one. Right? <laughs> no way! I didn't do mine. Oh, that's right. <laughs> um, that's right. Most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me. I don't really, it didn't really happen to me though. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. There was plenty of times where, you know, you're trying to do, you're trying to go for the, trying to go for the back, the back door. Mm. And Oh, I didn't even think about stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. But that's more her. That's more the, the girl you that's can't embarrassed. Throw the girl under. It's got to be your embarrassing story. Well, I wasn't trying to throw the girl under. I'm just saying like that's something that we're both embarrassed about. But you have to like kind of figure okay. out like what emotion to feel there. Um, something that happened to me. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I really don't know. I feel like I've talked about so many things on here that. Yeah, you. Oh, had, recently you, know, there you was, had a couple fucking gross ones. Recently. Yeah. On the podcast, or yeah. I don't know, maybe I might be a few episodes oh, behind, but I yeah. feel like that's got to be up there. I think I talk about mine enough. I think that was a good question to just have you guys answer. So Who picks next, Vince? Vince, yeah. If it's my own, do I still ask it? Yeah. Best horror movie franchise with multiple films. Um, because you would have been hereditary if you didn't right. say franchise. Right. With multiple, with mo- like okay. I gotta say, I'm gonna probably. Mm. Well, it's a franchise, so it has to have multiple. Like The Conjuring or fucking Paranormal Activity. Paranormal Activity is mine. Really? It's weird because I was going to say that too, even though I think all the movies are bad. Well, I was going to jump for Alien, and most of those are bad. Alien's not really horror, though. That's kind of like sci fi shit. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Cloverfield, but pretend that the third one didn't come out. Mm. That's pretty strong. No, but you have to vote the franchise. So the third one's a part of it. The third one completely ruins it. How do you guys feel about the. I like Final Destination. Mm. They're pretty grim. And no. How do you feel about the Saw movies? You guys don't watch those? I, I appreciated them when I was younger as like a nightmare. I think the cool part about like Saw has some crazy death scenes where they like rip the jaw open mm. and shit like that. That's insane. Mm. But as a, I like, you can't say that when you saw the first paranormal, more, okay. paranormal. when you saw the first paranormal activity that you weren't like psyched for the next one and you weren't psyched for the fucking third and psyched for the fourth like the first four were so strong mm. that it was yeah well it was the whole story with Kate and the fucking baby mm. and the after yeah. two it kind of which and one's then the one Kate that... fucking loses her mind in the basement and you're like there's like a 30 minute one. scene where you're fucking 
No, it's like the end of three. Well, no, it's not. Well, yeah, three is. is the one with the witches and all that shit, which was actually pretty good too. Like the the little coven and like how. What's that the came one where be? Kate's in the basement? The first one. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay. Because the second house had the little blonde girl with the pool. The third and house had the two girls. The, the fourth house had the three girls okay. outside of the basement with the Okay, s- so my vote is Paranormal Activity. What's yours? Uh, VHS, maybe. Uh, I like that oh, as an idea. Dude, VHS has the fucking scariest. That, who's that one what's, girl? What's, what's wrong with VHS yeah, is the that. first the first short, because VHS, for people that don't know, it's a horror anthology series, so each VHS movie is like five short horror movies wrapped into like some greater story. The first short film and the first one is the scariest one out of any of them. Like the three yeah. And it's not story? even close. Yeah. No, or the first overall. short film. Oh. And so of that kind of makes it, it weird. It's the one with the, yeah, the succubus oh, yeah, chick yeah, yeah, that yeah, comes down sure. the stairs. That's f- like, it's the first, the first video and the second one, right? First video I'm going to go with one. Alien. I know you guys don't respect me, but that's okay. I will say that if Creep gets a third movie, it'll Ooh. probably be there. It'll probably oh, be Oh, yeah. If, but if two I don't, count. Yeah, but Creep 2 is a little Two movies doesn't really do it for me. To, to make it a franchise vote, yeah. you're next. Cool. Creep 2 is not that good in hindsight. But if the third one's Ooh. good, it'll, it'll make it give okay. Us, give us a childhood crush. Oh, oh dude. Taylor Meredith. She's, wow, full she's name, she's real still? person. I was thinking you could go fiction oh, if you wanted. No, Taylor, <laughs> fucking girl next door, baby. Taylor is one of the prettiest women I know to this day. And I don't know if I have like a biased opinion on that because I was like her fucking neighbor as a kid. Grew up next to her. We would have. There would be times where I would go to her house. She had a, like a big open yard that was that I my house faced. So I would like go across the street, jump the fence, and we would we would play with like fucking stuffed animals. She would bring like all of them out of the trampoline, and we would make like one was her and one was me, and we would have like kids and a family. Really, and we built wow. a storyline. <laughs> wow. And I would revisit the next week. So I would be cute. like, hey, let's get the things. We would like continue the story. So, yeah, if that's not a crush, I don't fucking know what Were you is. OCD about the house that the stuffed animals had? Like, you got to set up, like, their axe spray? Is I'm just a, curious, because you a, said you guys built the house together. I was wondering if is it was it really organized. Yeah, I mean, is that a dig at me, though? Just a question. But yeah, I didn't say we built a house. <laughs> we were living our love life through these stuffed oh, animals. Man. But, okay, that's real. That's Play powerful. House. Childhood yeah. crush that was... Like a, a real person. Not real was fucking Dakota. Oh no, that's not her name. That's Taylor's sister's name. I know, name. I know. Now I'm in Taylor's fucking land. Um, D- DJ from Full House. Wow. I thought she was so really? fucking Which one's hot. DJ? The DJ's oldest the oldest one. sister. She kind of and I think she's she really, she loves Trump and she loves to, uh, she's a big racist, I'm pretty oh sure. Okay, well, that's a bummer. She's a shit person now. But in, at the time, man, when she was like. 15 and I was like fucking seven. I was like, That's yeah. Cute. What about you guys? You go. Mine easy one, the cartoon fake one was Meg from Hercules. Mm. Uh, real life was probably Danielle down the road. Danielle who? Are we saying full M? names? Yeah. yeah. Does it Danielle matter? Who M. cares, right? Child, it's not child. When I was a child? Oh, yeah. Who the fuck is Daniel? Da- oh. Daniel Nakarada. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, you guys could fill in the blanks. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's yeah. a little so they're, All of them are they're so attractive. Most attractive family I ever. I remember being a little kid, we used to play the, we were talking about this the other night, we used to play the night game, which mm. was basically ghosts in the graveyard, kind of, and going to knock on their door. We didn't usually ask them to play, but there were some nights when like we went that far down the street to knock to ask Danielle and probably her sisters to come play. Yeah, my, and you my were probably rock a, hard. My soul was a blade. <laughs> rock hard. Yeah, but you see how we both express that very differently? Yeah. 
my heart was on fire. And then she's like, your dick was hard. What about you? speaks to a lot. My childhood crush, man. Hard to say. Because I stole your journal when you were a kid. Who who was it? It was Brianna. Yeah, well, that was, was, I would go even younger than that. I had a crush on a girl named Kelly. I didn't have a lot of neighborhood crushes. They're all at school. I don't even remember. Brianna, I remember. I like what was her I last name? I like the name? cute blonde. Uh, H starts with an girl H. That didn't talk to me. It was my favorite. Oh, I do remember. <laughs> is that girl hot now, Brianna? I don't know. I haven't seen her in a long time. You know time. what I'm the coolest sure fucking beautiful. thing is, and I'm not going to say any names. I there was like two girls that I knew when I was a young little kid. I was like ten. I knew that I liked them a lot, and I was like attracted to them. And then being like sixteen and hooking up with them—that's mm. the fucking to be top shit. Feeling, yeah. yeah. It was like you fucking manifested your future when you were a ten-year-old kid, mm. and then you did it. There was a there was a moment in high school. So me and Danielle never talked. We had like one class when I was in first grade with her. We never talked, but she went to high school with me. And then when I was trying to buy a prom ticket for Natasha, I I couldn't. They didn't let you buy two, or there was some weird thing. You had to have two IDs if you were buying two tickets. And guess who walks up? Guess who walks up to me? Wow, Danielle. Nice. All these years later, amazing. she remembers me and she says, "Hey, I got gotcha. you." So she let me use her ID. Simply amazing. And then I proposed. Who is my fictional crush? Um, you uh, hey, he had duck. like Victoria's Secret That's magazines under true. his fucking bed. Yeah, he did. Puberty, I never did that. It's hard. Baby. I didn't beat off until I was like sixteen. That's so, so weird to me. Because I don't like. I literally don't remember feeling like horny until I was sixteen. And then it was just wow. like every really? day for the rest of my life. Because I, I, unless I was like, unless I was with Lauren, which is my first girlfriend, when I was thir- I lost my virginity when I was 12 going on 13. And, That's pretty warped. How and really, we would just really have sex, 16. but like there wasn't, there wasn't Snapchat. And I don't think my phone at the time when I was 12 was advanced enough to like know what porn was. And I remember finding out porn from Joey. Shout out to our cousin Joey. Joey told me that porn was a file that teachers held secret in their cabinet. I was like, what's porn? He's like, it's a type of file that people have. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like a file folder? Like, like a that? folder, yeah. Like, and it's a, so I pictured like, oh, that's like where the bad grades fucking Joey, go. Joey, send us a text, pal. What does that mean? So what? anyways, this is a good one. I what? found out about the... I started jerking off, I think, when I was in fourth grade. I remember... Um, I was really into Kingdom Hearts when I was in Whoa. third grade as a little kid. I never told you this story before. And I was... You looked up so. Kingdom Hearts porn? No, no. Like, I just was so... I really liked Kingdom Hearts, the video game. So you jerked as off a to third the game? Grader. So I would type it in, like, online. Oh. Like, Look how to get beat this level in Kingdom Hearts. And I found out that what fan fiction was. Oh, wow. Like, I found out that people write fake stories about oh, the yeah. video game. Oh. So I was reading one one day, probably in fourth grade. And it was like, Kyrie, they went to the woods and she pumped his member. And I remember thinking, like, what? (laughs) And I remember going upstairs, like, pumping it very differently. I'm thinking, like, a pump, like a bike pump. So for a good, like, year and a half, probably, I was just like, I would would do that motion. Because I actually didn't even know how to do it. Right, right. I just was like, pump. It took me a long time to get what a member even was. But the way that they were describing it, like, she had to kneel down. Yeah. Uh huh. So that's how I figured that out. Yeah, pumping like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. Should I say pumping a couple more times? (laughs) So um, the next one is best moment with an ex girlfriend. What's a What's a time that just put you at a fucking ten? 
Does it count if very shortly after him, of course? Does it count if very <laughs> shortly after things went to Doesn't shit matter. Yeah. the just, same day? Just a day that oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Just do it. Let's get. Let's get I, it. I had a. I invited one of my girlfriends to a wedding, and when we were at the wedding, we were dancing together to the music and stuff, and we had a lot of issues. And for a good half second, everything kind of everything else kind of faded away, and it was just a nice moment of two. And you two guys were dancing. Yeah, we danced at my best friend's wedding. What about you? Uh, so, I guess at the time, you could kind of have looked at her as an ex, but it's a really great story, and you kind of oh, know it. does it have to be they are an ex when you had the moment? No. I think either no. way. No, like a time... No. No. You did it right, because now I'm going to overthink it and then get confused. So, I was with Hannah, and we were together for a while, and then there was a, we, then we weren't. And the first time that I'd seen her again after like a couple months was we went to this like little punk show and the first band was a a No Doubt cover band. And there's this song, if you know No Doubt, do you know the song? No. Where the lyrics are... Really nice. Really nice. It's really nice. It's really sweet. Okay, you fucking ass. Yeah. And it's about like loving somebody kind of like unconditionally and we were dancing together. And then I came home and I was really emotional. Remember you asked me like, did you fucking cry? Yeah, it was because I felt like big things. So wow. they're both dancing related. Okay. Mine was um, related. Really like that. Remember that story? I told you the real. story. I think mine was yeah. this. This was the day that my ex girlfriend asked me to be her boyfriend, which was like I also asked her. But we went to the fucking oh, zoo, yeah. and it was particularly special because I had remembered going to the zoo with other <laughs> girlfriends and always like having a problem. Like, there's always, like, oh, you're sweaty and you're, like, pissed off about it. And, like, this one's fucking mad because she didn't get to see the animal. There was always, like, a fucking problem. We never just enjoyed the zoo. So I went to the zoo with my most recent ex-girlfriend. Um, and it was, like, we, like, were, we saw every single... We also saw every single thing. Like, we saw every animal, which you usually don't do. You only go to, like, three of them. And... We got food together and we laughed our fucking asses off. We were like sitting on a bench eating like Dippin' Dots together and she went to like feed me at the same time that I went to feed her and she like dumped it and like missed my mouth and we laughed our fucking asses off and that was probably like the whole day. Then we like came home and it was beautiful. It was like probably the happiest day that I've had with a a partner, yeah. That's very sweet. We got a lot of sweet answers there. I like that you couldn't you capped mine before I got to tell what the lyrics were it was an important part of the well, song well I didn't want I didn't you to sing the song and then I thought I thought you were going kind of south and like not give someone a shout out that helped you recently nice this next one nice helped you recently um, wow dead air I know yeah, <laughs> Angela I thought he was going to say something you, you could start I'll go first a guy who helped me recently and just sort of uh, many times in life. Uh, his name is Dave Scheid. Mm. Uh, he's a comic book writer. Uh, he has like a ton of awesome credits. He's written issues of like Adventure Time and fucking Avatar, Last Airbender. And he's got his own, multiple of his own series. Uh, he's just an awesome guy. And I met him at uh, C2E2 in Chicago. He's a very helpful guy. And uh, man, how did he not help me? You know what I mean? Uh, but we'll he intro- the best one, you. I guess, <laughs> one of the coolest is he introduced me to a bunch of his like writer editor friends after the convention, and we got to have fucking boozy milkshakes and stuff like that. 
and that was really nice of him. He introduced me to them, and I don't People know, like Oni I've Press. made whole, yeah, yeah, that too. Like the, one of the editors at Oni Press was like a big comic book publisher, so that was really nice of him. But he's done a ton of nice stuff. He's always there to talk to about like if I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, uh, he always like answers, and he's just a really nice guy. Also, shout out because he's like a nurse. Uh, or uh, some like I know he works like on the front lines in hospitals at like a high capacity, uh, so he's like in a lot of danger every fucking day. So shout out to Dave Scheid. What about you? Uh, I'm gonna really flip the script on this one because nice. mine's gonna be mom. Okay. Uh, I remember like over the summer, so like nine months ago, I felt like I didn't have anything going. I was animating, but I was pissed about it and I hated it and I didn't have any plan for like, where am I going to be when I'm 30? I just have to hope that I got some animation job because I was doing freelance. And we were kind of sitting down. This girl had come over and there was, I had this big angle going on in my life at the time, but I'll kind of skip all that. Basically, we were put into a situation where me and mom were just like at the table talking because of somebody that was coming over. And we're talking about why this girl was coming over, why I'm getting into these little nightmares of like, I'm getting distracted and things are getting weird with like relationships. At the time, I'm talking about a girl that I wasn't even with and never was, but I was like still, that was the focus of my life for mm. some weird reason. And uh, she basically said like, I think you should go back to school in a way. I was saying I feel like I have so much more to give to the world than yeah. fucking drawing Jake Paul or like feeding my energy into this girl that lives in a basement of a nightmare house. Uh, <laughs> and I feel like I have more to give the world. And I'm not like, I feel like I'm not using like what I've got. And she was really uh, opened the door yeah, for like me put to put you on. Of, to like she said, yeah. she was like, you college. do. She was really, like, she was like, you do have a lot more. And, and what, in, she was kind of saying when I felt that, when mom felt that, she said, I went back to school, and that, like, really helped me, and I was nice. very inspired wow. by that. And I didn't know that story. Yeah, my friend, out, uh, my friend Anna, too, I'm gonna, was part of that. I'm going to give a shout-out to fucking this girl named Paige. Um, I work with her. We have a very funny – our whole fucking relationship is funny as fuck. Like, we just bust each other's balls. I make a lot of jokes of, like um, – I don't know. I make a lot of jokes that's like I'm pretending to hit on her and she like isn't interested at all and like curves the fuck out of me. Like I walked up to her and it was her birthday and she was like, did you get me a birthday present? And I was like, oh yeah, birthday sack or birthday sack or a birthday dinner. And then we like both started dying laughs. So now we were playing Fortnite the other day, which is she's the only girl that I ever played Fortnite with. So that alone is really cool. And um, it was actually dark, and I'm only. She helped me in a way because it made me open my eyes a little bit differently and look at the world differently. But this is maybe a little much to say. But she, we were joking around the whole fucking time, and I was like, "Are your parents cool with you like being up so late?" And she's like, "Well, I only have a mom." And I was like, "Oh,", oh wow. and then she's like, "Yeah." And she like made this face we're on FaceTime while we were playing. And then we both started bursting out <laughs> laughing. And the fact that she because that's like a touchy subject. Yeah, yeah. That's something that like normally I'd be like, I'm so sorry, I don't mean to. Like she would have every right to like kind of get mad or get triggered and hang up. But she's like, Yeah, I mean I kinda don't have a dad, so and then we both bursted out laughing. I was like, that's fucking awesome. That helped me because it was like I was kind of having a rough little roller coaster of shit recently, and like that made me laugh a lot more. And appreciate things a little bit differently like you, that she could be in such like a like shitty you have, situation yeah. and, have and like still burst out laughing about it and yeah, I, was like, cool. right, I, need, I don't wow. need to be upset over my shit so shout out to her and she's the funniest girl that I fucking know um, 
meanest thing this is flipping it meanest thing you've ever done to another human being uh, this is an i didn't write that one meanest thing you've ever done to another human being oh man Mm. there was a my friend zach used to always try to fuck with me uh, and one time I gave him sweet chin music of Jim Glass. You seriously? Yeah. like kicked him in I the did face? did super kick, yeah. Uh, and, and he was like too tall and I'm not, I wasn't flexible, I'm still not. So I hit him like maybe here on the neck area. So he gets hit with that and then he falls over onto a one of our classmates who was a girl uh, and he was very embarrassed and I was like, hell yeah, because he was an asshole. Does he deserved be- it. What's his last name? I don't have to Do tell I know you. him? Yeah. What's yours? Zach B. Oh, I know him. Shout out. Oh, I know him. You guys later were friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Does it have to be something you did that was really mean on purpose? I think, yeah. Yeah. Like like a malicious fucking intent. Like just to really stick it to somebody. Yeah. I, mine is that I, I, like, I have a few, but I think that I, I think that I have my answer is there was a kid that would always talk to my girlfriend and this was a long time ago. I was like 16. He would always talk to my girlfriend and he was like starting to like have her over at his house and smoke weed with her. And I, and I didn't like that she smoked weed. He knew that I didn't like that she smoked weed. And then I found out that he was sneaking behind my back and they were smoking weed together and I didn't like it. And um, he never hooked up with her. I thought that they did, but I believed them that he didn't. But I just kept saying, I will fuck your girlfriend one day, okay? <laughs> like, I will ruin your fucking relationship. I'm not kidding. And... Uh, like oh two God. years later, okay? This fucking drama happened when I was 15. Now it's like we're 18 years old. Like years later. I'm not even dating the same girl anymore. I'm single. I've already been in a different relationship. And now he's dating a girl. And I fucking found a moment to chime in. I remember being at a party, seeing her. And I was fucking looking at her. And I was like, hey, like, what's your number? We got to connect soon. I don't know what the fuck he said. I was like, let's swap numbers. We ended up swapping numbers. Long story short, I ended up fucking her while they were dating. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you. Yeah. Wow. And I kind of felt good about it, you know? I'm not oh going to lie. Wow. I kind of felt like, and normally now, my approach oh, now fuck. to talking to women is like, hey, do you, have a, do you have a boyfriend? And if they say, yeah, I'm like, not, I'm not even pursuing that. Because I don't want to sway your mind. I don't want to fuck anything up. I want to only talk if we're both single. I'm not wow. a fan of any of that. But... Yeah, in the moment, I, I felt pretty good fucking his girlfriend. Can't lie. Do you know if he ever but found I, out? I, yeah, he found out. And then he wanted to fucking kill me. And all of his friends were, like, following me to fucking B-dubs. So that was fun. Uh, I don't have any. Anything that I've intentionally done with malice towards somebody. I feel like I've done a lot of things that You don't have shitty. to, like, try to be a saint on the podcast. <laughs> I can think of, like, like, I don't know. It's nothing like that. Nothing like that. I you wrote a... Just, I wrote a there was a girl that really liked me. She was a cheerleader when I was in high school. And uh, and I felt like we came from two different worlds because I was like a nerdy art boy. Is, it, is an intentional, intentional mean, mean thing? Is it intentionally But wait, what was your story? Thing? Cheerleader? Uh, she, she was really, really into me. And she was really pretty and everything. And, and she would text me and call me like all the time. Is this a made-up story? No. I'm just kidding. Do you know who it is? You know who it is. Friend of Mike's. And... Uh, one time I wrote on, it was like when Tumblr first came out. It's a really nerdy story. I thought that Tumblr meant that you had like a private blog that no one else could read except for the people that are on your friends list. I didn't really get what it was. Yeah, you just don't understand. So I wrote a, like a bit, kind of a big thing, like kind of not, I mean, probably trashing her a little bit. Like I can't fucking, 
I don't know, wrote some shitty stuff about her. And uh, the next day I get on the bus and this like nine foot, he was nine fucking feet. Can you believe it? He was nine feet tall. Oh my God. This big, huge guy gets in the bus and he like hits me into the, into the window, like with his arm really hard. Right. And he like locks me in. I'm probably like 14, 15. And he's like, I saw what you wrote about what her name is. And I was like shitting bricks because I thought that I just posted that to this magical little world. It was nothing. It was just like, she doesn't get it. Dude, I don't like her. It was like some cringy little blog shit. And, you took the uh, question of what's the meanest thing you've ever done to somebody and you're making it what if somebody did no, 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 you, I'm that's not. mean. No, I'm not. I, I trashed her online. He trashed her online. He caused that. It was but a consequence. And it came back around. I said like, I, I'm, said, she like, doesn't get it that I'm not into her. her. Like this, this fucking chick. Basic she little calls kid me all the time. Shit. She did it like a journal anything. entry kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, my thing is I did a dorky little blog. No. It was the meanest thing I've done. With intention. And even then, I didn't think she was going to see it. So... Scariest thing you saw on TV growing up that really fucked you? Like an image or a something that you saw thing. it and it was like, wow, am I'm I... I'm going to start with a ruined. really easy one and you guys can tell me if this qualifies. So I was sleeping over at my God. friend's house and I saw... It was literally just the trailer for the game Manhunt. Have you ever... You know that game? Yeah. It's very bloody and it's about like, I don't know. But the trailer was really scary and it's got a guy with a mask on. And I was awake at the sleepover and my friend was asleep. So I watched it, and I kind of looked over to him to see if he saw it, and he was asleep. So then I couldn't sleep for the rest of the night because I was a very scared child. I was scared of everything. So, yeah, I have same. two. For some reason, okay, this fucking scared everyone and shouldn't have been a real thing, and this was fucking terrifying. But in an episode of Courage the Cowardly hey. Dog, mm. there's a guy that says, like, return the flag. And, and he's fucking, Halo. return the flag, and he's doing this or some shit, right? Yep, yep. And fuck that. That scared the shit out of me. And then there was also an episode, or uh, it was like on Nickelodeon. I think it was like an Amanda Bynes bit maybe, or it was an actual thing. But I don't think I know it, what was. it is. And it was a commercial for a scream in the box. And it was literally a box. I don't think it was real, right? I think no, it was, it was a- an Amanda Show fake ad. Yeah. And um, they would open the box the and would scream. And it fucking, like, it just blood curdling <laughs> oh fucking God. death is what I thought of. Do you remember that? No. And you guys would fucking replay the episode and make me scared with yeah, Car and Joey. Oh, it was just shit. like there was, yeah, you would, the they box. would open the box and it would scream. It's a scary idea, but it was supposed to be funny. Like it was funny. Sure. Yeah, it was actually, uh, I remember the when we the first time we ever went to Disney World right before we went. So I must have been like eight. I saw a trailer for uh, Child's Play that had like Chucky covered in blood with a knife screaming like standing on tile and I remember being like I would go to take a shower at Disney World like I'm supposed to be like and I would be like I couldn't get the image of him screaming on the tiles yeah with blood all over him you thought you were going to open the curtain and be there yeah yeah. and like even that was just the cover of the movie you saw it was a clip in the like a preview or something that I saw I hate that that sucks go ahead and pick pal a happy memory just that's it. Just I, don't, I don't like all this that's happy Anthony shit. I know you Do you got any fucking any anything in your? I did call out someone who you're pissed at. I did a little bit of that. I feel like I've given really weird answers. I'm a little out of whack right now. A happy memory. Can we switch it, guys? Please. A happy. Memory. I literally that's was fine. thinking in my head you would turn it down because as a like like as if you guys were really like that and you fucking are in real. I'm not. <laughs> Say a happy it. memory. Can we skip it? That's okay. why your life's going to be fucked up. 
when you turn around and you think back about no, your life, you want to think about the happy times. A happy memory. We just did that. We just remember. All right, I'll fucking think of one. Happy memory, jumping on the trampoline in our neighbor's yard, Gina, Dina, Gina and Dina, in their yard. Kids, I got a lot of really any most of the. I mean, anytime we went to Disney World was fucking most of the neighborhood memories I have are actually like really nice. I think when I think about yeah, I've got a happy memory for you right here. We used to, we used to, me and Dominic, happy memory going outside and being able to go fucking (laughs) eat at a restaurant. Yeah, how's that? That's good. What were you gonna say? I remember playing a really fucked up game in hindsight where. I was really little, and me and Dom would take the hose water, and you know, if you put your thumb on yeah, the hose, yeah. it like makes it shoot. Yeah, so it was like a cheat code. Uh, we were trying to hit birds with the ho- that would like okay. fly by with the hose. I mean, very innocently. <laughs> and I just remember thinking about like anytime I think about that street, with, like ha- people going out to play like hacky sack. Yeah. Think yeah. about the sound of kind of like football, the ice cream man and Britney Spears and shit like that. Sugar Pokemon, Ray, little Game Boy yeah, color. Yeah, sure. Like kind of that flavor. Do you remember when? Um, Bev's brother or something or dad made like a wooden plank skateboard. Oh, yeah. Do you remember what we then me and Amazon painted down it? With a silver falcon. Yeah, baby. wow. But then you painted it with colors. Yeah, me and my, our aunt. Is she even our aunt? Yeah. I don't think by. She's What's, our grandma's best friend or is she actually related? That. Anyway, yeah, we'll <laughs> she that came over to babysit us once and I had a big like wooden plank that we like hot glued skateboard yep. wheels to. And we called it a luge. Really? Because you'd it lay wasn't. on it yeah. and go down? I remember that. We painted this like silver bird I remember bird almost on hurting it. myself many times on that board going down the driveway. really unsafe and unsafe. A time where you yelled the loudest. Wow. Was that you? <laughs> Was that me? me? Yeah. Whoa. I remember uh, when you... I'm going to tell this story briefly. Tell it. Say I was, I was say, working out a lot. I'll get this up right was, now. <laughs> I was probably 21. I was I was really into working out. I was kind of getting like cut. Oh, I, I really know. gave a shit. I, I had my such a bitch routine story, every dude. day, right? I had this obsessive kind of routine of like, I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat protein or drink my protein powder at the end of every workout. So I would be feeling this. It was white powder in a fucking jar. And it, it looked like protein. it was protein powder that you'd put in like a, a smoothie. And I did it after every workout. One day, I'm putting the powder in. And then this is after like a couple you know, weeks I've been doing it. Weeks of this specific jar of this specific powder. I'm putting the powder in and Ann just kind of laughing. And I'm like putting it in and I don't really know why. And I so I ask him like, what's so funny, man? And somehow it comes out that he had been replacing my protein powder with flour for like a long time. And I was so pissed. I think I yelled that probably louder than I ever have. Yeah, man. It was a swerve and a half. The funniest part is that it literally did it. You did it for like three days. You it's just, long you just it's his, I think it was, I thought, out. I remember thinking I did it in the moment. He's I also, thinking like he I'd was like doing very concerned with his weight. So yeah, it's like you're doing of... harm instead of hey, giving yeah. the body protein. Sorry, so pal. you were the bitch ass in that scenario. What about you? Tell me you what yelled the, the loudest. Uh, does it have to be like out of anger? Sure. Yeah. I think I yelled at just the house when I learned that our mom wanted to get another dog and we, she kind oh, of yeah. told us all and she was like, who thinks we should get another one? Keep in mind, we've had nine childhood dogs. We had to give all of them away. So I was very scarred. We gave away my favorite dog while I was at camp hanging out with my friends. I came home from like a week or so or whatever of camp and I was like, where's our dog? Where's Tino? Uh, and mom's like, yeah. well, Aunt, he's gone. <laughs> they gave him away. He was my favorite dog. So anyway, very scarred about the dogs. 
and she was like polling us each like do you think we should get one do you think we should get one do you think and we I really talked about it at length about why I think we shouldn't and why it's bad for her because I think she was starting to work somewhere and like who was going to watch them and it's bad for everybody and uh, then like the next day I fucking came home and I think she had one already and I wasn't yelling like at anybody because I don't do that but I was definitely just kind of ranting and I was like oh fucking why would you ask me if I wanted one and then you fucking didn't but I was angry it was yeah. not sad yelling like I'm doing right now because I can't even imitate yelling with anger because I never do it I um I'm trying to think I think I yelled what have you guys ever heard me yell yeah right yeah I've, I yell in the car like loud like scream sometimes when I'm mad and I listen to like some fucking punk rock I will scream and I think that's the loudest I ever yell but it's like, it's like no one will ever hear it it's like screaming to the music so I'm not really that angry but I'm also angry which is why I'm screaming so loud mm. so when people pass me by sometimes in the car they look at me like what the fuck is going on in there it's like a catharsis it's like you're getting yeah, I mean, it out I don't know what that means but okay yeah, it's a cathartic. It's a cathartic. It's cathartic. That's a little cathartic. Wait, I don't think you pick yet. He picks. <laughs> you fucking awake over there, pal? I know. He had all the energy for the sad, shitty. Weirdest episode. thing you've ever said to a stranger. Can I eat your ass? It's probably one. Ew. Mm. What's the context? Just like you know, walking up to somebody at the mall. Like, yeah, like if they said, like, really... you're cute. Oh. And I don't think I've said that in person. I probably said that, like, on, on like, just DMing a fucking girl before. Um, I got one, I guess. Yeah, go for it. I was, uh, it was, whatever summer Pokemon Go was a big thing and everybody was outside. Was yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Ago. I never, we weren't playing it, but me and Alec were walking around downtown Naperville and it was, uh, a really nice river walk and there's like a bridge and some overhanging shit and there's just people everywhere playing this game and it was right before I was going to move to Maryland and it started pouring rain there was a huge storm and we had to get behind this like or underneath this like overhang on a bench and we're waiting the storm out and it's really lasting for a long time and there are these two random guys it was late at night now sitting on the bench and I just turned to them and I literally asked them like hey uh if you had like one weekend with a girl and you really felt like you kind of loved her, uh, do you feel like it's important to follow your heart? And did you feel like you would ever move to like her state after only a couple weeks? Like really to just, and the guys were like, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> they said, nothing. they said absolutely nothing. Wow. I pitched them all. I done that. I like doing that actually. It was a thing I did at work where like, I mean, I was at work, so there's like, everyone's kind of talking, but the customers would be coming up to me and I would be in the fitting room and I'd be going through shit in my head because I'm just at work standing there and like thinking about shit. And even if it was like I'm mad at my girlfriend for something, I'd be like, hey, can I fucking like give like five seconds of like this quick thing? I'm, I want to find out if I should be mad or not. And that's like an awesome way because it's like they don't know you at all. They don't give a fuck about you. They're not mm. going to tell you a biased thing or like something that, I don't know, is good for you. And that's an easy way to like get the right answer out of shit. We got. Can't, I can't think of one. I don't talk to strangers that often. I also have. I'll flip it. The weirdest thing a stranger's ever said to me was that I was at Urban Outfitters. I'm at the fucking register, and it's like eight fifteen, fucking nine. Like we're about to close, so nobody's in there. And one woman walks in, and she's looking at her. She's looking at the fucking ground, and she's like nodding, and she's like, 
guess so. Yeah, I mean, oh, of course, yeah. I mean, why wouldn't I want that? I would easily. And I'm only seeing the left side, so I'm figuring, like, oh, she's got one AirPod in, and it's in the right ear. Everything's going to be fine. And I literally said that. And then she fucking turns around, no AirPod, no earpiece, no, no phone. And now I was like, okay, she's going to come up to me and fucking say some fucked up shit. I know it. And I, and I said that to myself thinking it was going to happen. And then I like got busy and I started folding shit. And now we're starting to close, like we half closed the gate. And she walks up to me and she goes, this is all, this is all nonsense. It's me and you. We are real. We are, this is how we learn. This is gaining strength and, and, and growing. Not, none of this. I can't even find a dress in one store because it's all about online now. It's all about the internet. All you guys know is the internet. Nobody's in this fucking place. And I was like, yeah, nobody's in here because it's 9.30 and the fucking mall's closed. What? But she was like looking at me like that. And she's like, we can teach each other here. Whoa. And I was like, get the fuck out of that my sucks, store. Yeah, she's was, probably going through was, something. I was fucked up. That was quite a time. We're going to do like three more. What's a standout moment with an extended family member? Wow. Standout moment with an extended... So one. is that outside of grandparents? I think grandparents were extended family. Okay. Yeah, anyone that's Stand not like out for me, it's or... a really cool moment. Because when I was a kid, obviously you guys know I used to write stories all the time uh, on like Word docs and print them out. You did them with me. Uh, and then I would have everybody read them, I guess. And at some point, my, you know, nanny or grandmother read him. Well, she was reading one that I wrote about, like, a race car driver or some shit. And it was a really long, big thing of paper. I, I don't even know if she read the whole thing. But I just remember her saying, like, this was really good. You could be a screenwriter. And I was, like, two feet tall, you know, or whatever. I was in, like, elementary school. And I was like, what is that? I didn't even know what that was. And she was like, those are the people who write for, like, movies. Uh, and then, you know, I eventually learned, like, TV Fucking like, wow, what moment. the hell is that? Yeah. And I was so happy that that existed as a job. Because when you're a kid, you think like, fireman, uh, rock star, you know, like yeah. all that kind of Doctor. stuff. Doctor. Yeah, right. I should be a lawyer. What's that mean? But they, she said you could be a screenwriter. I was like, wow, somebody could get paid to write for like TV and for shows. Then I fucking, we grew up, we ate that shit up, TV and oh, movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, that was really cool. And that'll always stand out to me as uh, like... What a cool thing to say to a kid. Yeah. She, I don't know why she thought that because she could have said novelist. You know, she might have read it and said it reads like a movie. Yeah, sure, sure. I have no clue why she said it, and here I fucking am. I got a few. I have um. Shout out Nani. I right. have a fucking. Nani. I have one with Nani and Papa that was like, I was, I was genuinely upset about my fucking relationship, and um, I didn't want to like go to you guys. And I didn't want to go to my friends because my friends always tell me, like, your friends kind of just tell you, dude, go single. We'll find you another one. Like, they don't get it. And for some reason, I was like, Nani and Papa. Like, they've been married for 45 years. Like, they're fucking, they're, they got hella knowledge. They have experience. Um, so I went to them. And I remember Papa just telling me, like, you don't got to settle for shit, Lay. You fucking do whatever you want. And he was, like, really, like, egging me on to, like... And he literally said, like, you're rare. Someone's got to cater to you. Like, you bring a lot to the table. That's a lot of positive things. You don't bring a lot of baggage. Like, you shouldn't be stretching for other people. They got to cater to you. And I remember that... Like, I never really felt like I'm rare. And no girls ever really made me feel, feel like that. But that was, like, okay. Nice. Fuck yeah. 
and it's my namesake, so shout out to my papa. But another one was, an awesome um, I was in Vegas, and I hadn't drank in forever, and, oh no, I, yeah, I was in Vegas. And this was with Ariana and Anthony, like last year when me and dad did the Sacramento trip, and um, we fucking, were, I was playing blackjack for the first time. This was like the first time being in Vegas as a 21-year-old. And I was playing blackjack. I won like 300 bucks. And we were playing on this like video machine. And like me and Ariana and Anthony, we aren't really that close because they live in Vegas. And we, like, so usually you kind of go to see them and you think it might be a little weird or it might be like bland. But we fucking laughed our asses off, all drank. I'm pretty sure we were like all pretty drunk. Um, and that we was a good time. We all played blackjack? Yeah, we were all playing. Like, this like, was like us in, three. over the summer. Yeah, last yeah, summer. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. You feel weird being at like a casino ever? No. Like, is it weird? I fucking. You feel like you're playing ever it's with the people of weird who have like I a fucking. Just I fucking love it. <laughs> well, me and you went, and I was like I'm positive 100 bucks, and just because I wanted to be there, I was up like 150, and I was like, fuck it, all in. Nice. And, and I lost, but. Are you just like the. Yeah, it gives me a fucking. Thrill of it? Gives me a vibe. Really, Wait, did you uh, ever feel like you were playing at a table with people who had like a gambling problem or shouldn't be there? Well. Here's a story. I was. I mean, yes. I was at. Uh, I was playing blackjack. So blackjack, it's, there's like six spots usually or five, and there, you go in order. Okay. So if you, everyone's trying to get twenty one. Okay. So let's say there's right, middle, and left. If it goes left to right, um, the person that's on the left side has an advantage because like they're getting the first pick at cards. So if there's all face cards. It's fair to say that, like, oh, I'm probably going to get a low card or a number right. card. But that changes kind of as you go on. It really fucking doesn't. But I had a 13, and usually on a 13, you're supposed to, like, stand because if you hit, you're going to bust if it's a face card. Um, and it's, like, I guess risky. You're really not supposed to do whatever the fuck you don't want. But whatever. So it's a 13, and I make the risky move to call, and I was or call a hit, and I hit, and it's... It's a nine, and the woman next to me needed a nine to get a 21. So then she hits and she busts and blames it on me. And she's sitting there right Whoa. fucking next to me. And she's like, you don't even know what the fuck you're doing, kid. You don't fucking belong here. You're 21. <laughs> I've been playing this game for 30 years. I lost $300 for this. Fuck this fucking kid. And now two other people get up and leave. And they're like, he doesn't know what she's, he's fucking doing. And now this woman, I thought she left. And now the next hand, she comes back and she goes, don't even play with them. She's telling other people not what to play with me. What did she do me. wrong? Because I took her nine. Like, so she's just she's a psycho. She shouldn't have fucking, yeah. In reality, she shouldn't have hit. Did I take a card that could have helped her? Yeah, but I didn't take, I didn't, didn't say give me the I nine. I didn't hurt her. <laughs> like, you yeah, don't know. fuck. You don't know what you're getting. But I didn't care. I literally just laughed. I was like, fuck you. Old. Did people listen to them? Yeah, I mean, for a while, yeah. And then she finally fucked off. And I literally said to her, I was like, listen, I'm sorry. I, I'm new. I, it's my first time. I didn't mean to do it. Is she old? Yeah. Like she was a 60? old cunt. Yeah. Okay. Got her. <laughs> Are so, we, what was the... That's ex- oh, it was kind of a spin-off question. <clears throat> my, uh, the only one I have that comes to mind for like a cool moment with an extended family member right away, it's small, but it felt really big. It was We were sitting at Aunt Marie's house like around Christmas. We used to go over there Christmas Eve. And Scott from Scott and Monica fame. I don't even know who the man is. He's our cousin or second cousin or something. We were watching Teen Titans. We were sitting on the floor, like with that little floor by the couch. And he was watching it with us. 
and Robin had to go against some big guy. And he said out loud, like I can hear the way he even said it. He said, Robin can't beat this guy. He's like the leader. Yeah. And I remember thinking it was really cool that like, like an adult was. even like knew that type like of shit. Like superhero yeah. cartoon yeah. logic. Yeah. It was, a, it was. It felt like a big moment for me. Like adults know about that shit too. Fuck yeah, I like I like Scott. That's Shout great. to Scott. Uh, what's your favorite snack? Mm. Anything that has dark chocolate in it. Do you have a specific favorite? Like dark chocolate on what? Anything. Okay. Dark chocolate makes is that's the snack. Oh okay. Like Just dark, the chocolate, dark chocolate, and then itself. anything else makes it better. Pretzels, fucking fruit. Nice. I like Strong. the chips and salsa. Salsa. It's a good snack. I would say um, ice cream. Ice cream's not really a snack. It sucks because it's that's probably true, but uh, I'm going with it anyway. Something you don't like about yourself. <laughs> this, is, this is an answer's question. <laughs> Something you don't like about yourself. All right, we're gonna do this one and then one more. Uh, mine is that my reactions are very different from like how I actually think and it usually takes me like sometimes days to like experience something not all the time particularly right now like something happens my reaction is like the reaction of like an eighth grade shithead and then (laughs) like I need like distance from it to see like how I actually feel about it I wish that actual part would happen a lot sooner well that's intense I think uh kind of piggybacking off of your Mm. answer I think my first reactions to things are usually fearful. Like my first instinct is like, well, that's a bad idea because this, 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 and this. And sometimes that fucks with uh, the choices that you make in life. And I think sometimes I worry that if a big thing were gonna was to be put on my plate, that my response would be like fearful and I might turn it down or not do the right thing or something yeah. like that. Trying to get rid of the fear, the instinct of fear. But I also I don't, have an anxiety I don't have, disorder. I don't, have any of that. I don't really have fear. Mm, what do you have? I no fear. I, I mean, I really, like, what do I, I don't fear anything. I don't fucking care. I think I'm, which is probably my answer, is that I I think I'm, like, so, like, I have this, I've, I've trained myself to have this very reckless fucking attitude with everything that it's almost, like, real, and it's almost scary how I... I can be so emotional for some things and I could be so not emotional for others and that can fuck with the people around me. You know what I mean? Because they can't like, like tell what you're going to think about anything. Yeah, I mean thing. like, or I mean, I'm, I'm probably really hard to be in a relationship. I think I realize that now and like I feel bad because my exes have had to pay the price of my fucking flaw but it's like when I just like, it, something just doesn't matter to me and it could mean the world to them and they're really upset and they need me to like match their emotions and give them validation and come to that level of like like understanding and I can't understand because I don't give a fuck like I just don't care and it's almost like and I don't mean that in a cool way I mean it in like something could be really upsetting my partner and I don't care sure like I want to play Xbox and like yeah. she's going through hell and I'm not there and I don't want to come down. Yeah, to that. there's a there's a part of that that I you know think is I mean? really healthy too in a weird way. Well, it's he- it's healthy for me because we're fucking dying alone, yeah, baby. But for a team, you need someone that's gonna like like if we're if we are running through mud and she slips underneath there and she's like really up to her fucking body, you know. I need to jump in there and like physically yeah, yeah, pull yeah. her out and like really get dirty and like. 
I sometimes just don't want to. And like, I might just keep on fucking running, baby. Sorry. Yeah, and that sucks because for, and I have to literally tell the next girl that I ever decide to be serious with, like, hey, I have problems like sharing emotions. So if you're feeling something and I'm feeling the other other way, I can't, like sometimes I just can't come Sharing emotions like getting what she's feeling, like empathizing. Like I'm a fucking problem solver. I'll give you all the solutions. Let's do this, do this, do this. And I used to name them off with my ex-girlfriend. She would be having a rough day and I would like list things she could do right now in this moment that will help you. But it's like... As much that. as they hate it, it's, they're not wrong for hating that because they want you to relate first and like understand, and then they feel like you're more, like you're, you're more realistic. If I'm just like sitting here fucking playing shell, and you tell me this horrible story, and then I'm like, I don't know, go read a book and do this, 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 this. They're gonna be like, fuck you. Yeah. Like I want you to feel it. They almost want you yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, be sad. Yeah. <laughs> just fucked up. Or they just want like someone Man, who did they listens. They remind me of somebody big. Uh, yeah, I think there's a. Some people like uh, would jump into the hole though, and then like we could just sit here. It's okay. We don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. Fuck like there's that. a version of it that's bad to go back and help too. Yeah. So I think something in I think I'm an empath, but I think that I'm I'm yeah. I'm selfish in a lot of ways as well. I don't think you're an empath, but okay. Why are you dumping him out like that? Because I want to get a good one for you're the last cheating. one. <laughs> Come on, this is cheating. All right, fine. Picks one of his own. No, I won't. I won't, I won't. <laughs> I'll pick one of your own. Who are your brothers most like? Fiction and nonfiction. Oh, I was hoping we'd get this one. I don't have any answers. I just thought it was a good question. Most like fiction and nonfiction. A time. Let's fuck that one. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Well, because we already did That's like who fun. we like, the fiction. No, it's like, who we are like. How about this okay. one? A time when you thought one of us was losing our minds. I like this one. Mm. We'll save the other one for next episode. A time when I thought you guys were losing it? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. In your last breakup, like when you were on the verge... And then you didn't break up with her one of those times. I remember thinking he's fucking losing it. Oh, because it was like kind of a... When I was at it your was house, like you the knew, fight about the you were at, picture. We were at mom's at first. But you were going to break up with one of your girlfriends. And you were just like, you had all these reasons oh. to do it. And me and mom were kind of like, you should probably do it. It's really not good for you. And and you were like on the fucking couch, like sweating and really thinking about it. And you were stressed Why about it. Why do that? Well, it's a it's, it's a stressful natural. thing, but I just remembered you were like, "I'm gonna do it." Like today's the day, and then you didn't do it, and I was like, "Oh man, yeah, he lo- he's losing his mind." That but that's ago. the that's the best I could think of. What about for him? I don't know. We have a really dark. A, yeah, say it, say it. It's I don't know if I thought you were losing your mind, but there was just a moment. I don't know. I don't remember what was going on in in old Vinny's life, but I walked into his room and he was listening to the David Bowie like. Black Star oh, yeah, album sure, and sure, one of the songs sure. I'm sure it was just a really sad album in general and he had already been dead right just so it could have been about his death or something I remember but the song Vince was vividly. on the floor he was just crying he was really crying and I, I had no idea what was going on and I gave him a hug and I was like I don't know what I said but I just remember thinking something's going on I don't know if I thought he was losing it why that's why crying? it's an unfair thing uh, it was the, it, David Bowie did just die it was the Black Star album the was song was called Holden, I Can't right? Give Everything Away and uh, I was feeling like that's what I was doing with my life. 
you feel like it was giving everything away to other people too, disconnecting right? from everything yeah. yeah and like giving all that up to like try to make cartoons i guess at the time and there's like a very isolated feeling there and i remember holden had just come back to town holden's my longtime, lifelong best friend and uh he came back to town and i went to go see him and i remember saying some shit about like did you hear david bowie died like thinking he would really give a shit and kind of trying to connect and he'd been gone for so long that we weren't really clicking and uh you know a lot of other things a lot of other things (laughs) and and yeah yeah so that's funny. I thought you guys were going to say when I was breaking the fucking printer up. In the- I, like, don't remember that. I Well, I was going to say when you, like, called the cops at Paddock Place. Which time? For, I don't know. There's a time was- where you called the cops and you were, like, you were, like, saying that you were going to, like, move out. You were, like, I'm fucking leaving. And you, like, it, it was right around the time where we, there was, like, forks in the fucking lawn it was around yeah, that same yeah, week yeah. I almost remember Papa being there for yeah, some reason uh-huh. what was that about uh, then, without really getting into it it was about some big shit was happening uh, at home with some adults and uh, <laughs> and yeah I would I would like regularly be talking to police chiefs and getting a restraining order I was working on that's what you're thinking oh, of yeah. and the f- things getting lit on fire outside on the front lawn so we were saying forks in the ground. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun for the listeners because they have no clue what we'll I just said. Explain that a different day. Yeah. I thought a time where I thought you were losing your mind. I don't know. I just don't like see things a lot with you. We don't see eye to eye on things. So like, I thought, I thought, I thought when you were saying he couldn't move in, I thought that was like kind of mean. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, but I guess you were. The story was. That there was quarantine, he wanted to move in with him. My brother was saying you could only stay here for four days. I thought that that was mean. I didn't understand why he didn't want him to move, like move in together. And I understood that it was a deep reason. It was very valid. But I kind of thought there, like, wow, you really don't care about us. But I understood <laughs> that you God. do. I understood that you do. But that's the time where I thought that. I don't, that's the, and that's the, a good answer. For I you. just have. It's just a boundaries thing. Yeah, he I likes, don't want he you to think privacy. that I'm mean. No, you're not mean. Oh, you just you just like that. your privacy. That's fine. It, it's even beyond that. But right, it's like it's yeah. Like, it's about like compatibility and knowing your boundaries. Knowing if somebody, no, no matter how much you like someone, some people live with their best friend and they can't fucking handle it because they just yeah. don't live well together in the same some space. Some people move in and fucking think that they're the love of their life and then they break up and yeah, man, fuck yeah. so you gotta know your, yeah, know your boundaries fair. time when we thought when I thought Ange was losing his mind I had one for a second like I don't I, I don't I don't think I really had those for either one of you unfortunately for the sake of the stories I remember like losing your mind I remember there was some stuff going on when you were getting like in a lot of trouble at school and you were really young, and me and Anthony drove by, and we saw that you were smoking mm. with a bunch of people. Yeah, I was were, smoking I, cigarettes at fucking 13. Yeah, I, I, I'm surprised it wasn't even younger. I almost felt like you were younger. That's fucked up. Uh, but I remember seeing that, and he was really fucking up in school, and I remember not losing his mind, but I remember thinking, <laughs> like, shit was way. going south. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> he's, he's not going to, he's cracking a little dip. And maybe the closest thing to Anthony that I think of losing his mind, when he had all the big hair like over his face all the time, that era, <laughs> when he was playing a lot of music and our parents just got divorced, 
I would go downstairs and he would just, you know, picture him like he has all this hair in his face and he's playing Grand Theft Auto and he's specifically taking rocket launchers into the hospitals and just shooting the shit out of like all the kids that were in the hospitals. Usually you say kids. Okay, people, whatever. And I remember just, you know, there was a moment, couple moments there where you're really <laughs> you're looking at that. It's like how I get my anger out of like, this could I guess, be kill yeah. RPG in a fucking people. hospital. <laughs> <laughs> like over and over again. Yeah. All right. Well, you know. thanks guys for coming on the show. This was great. I'd like to do it again. <laughs> I would do it again. It's hey, fun stuff. Remember, what's our family code that we always say in this house? Be, say it with me. Beware the, the dogs, dogs, the, the, the big, big scary dogs. dogs. All right. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your Sunday and have a happy weekend. <laughs>